You're listening to a podcast by the Bechdel Group. A quick skit about quitting by Tommy Grimley. A bar. Kat and Mitch sit in one side of a booth. Amanda arrives and sits across from them. <sighs> hey! So, why do you two so desperately want to chat? I think we should shatter our sobriety first. Mitch rises from the booth. All right. I'll get us some beers. Uh, would you... Guinness. Actually, I've quit beer. That's why we're here. What? Do you feel insecure that I've quit beer? Cat, beer is liquid carbs, and alcohol in general is detrimental to your wellness. Look, Amanda, how about I go next door and get your coffee? I've quit coffee. Why? How? To give me more energy. That's counterintuitive. No, you see. By avoiding caffeine, I can re-energize myself by sleeping right and avoiding the crash. So wait, you're not drinking soda? Nope. No energy drinks? Nope. No coffee? Not at all. Well, you're insane. I'm not <laughs> insane. I have a higher temperance than you. I don't have a temper. I mean self-control. Amanda, this is why we brought you here. What do you mean? This is an intervention. For who? You. How? <sighs> you need to quit quitting things. What? You can't be serious. It's become a mania with you. I'm sorry that my problem is I don't have problems? Last week, you gave up TV. The week before, you gave up sugary treats. Before that, you gave up red meat. And before that, you gave up socks. Manufacturing socks increases global warming, Mitch. Quitting has clearly become your addiction. I think you're both just threatened by my self-control. It's not self-control when there's no reason behind it. You don't have an end goal. Of course I do. I don't just arbitrarily give up bad habits. Oh, really? Then why do you give up bagels? Mm. Because bagels are boiled in water. They're bad for the environment. They they have holes in them, which is wait. Fine, I love quitting. It's amazing. The rush you get when you decide to toss something out of your life, you just pick it and quit it. Plus... You get to constantly brag to people about how much better you are than them because you don't do the stupid shit that they do. You just want to feel above other people. I knew it. That's not even the best part. If you fail and fall back into your bad habits, you get to quit all over again. It's a never-ending stream of superiority. You have a problem. I can quit that too. Amanda, can't you see you've trapped yourself in a spin cycle of self-denial? I can't. Kick quitting? How can I have a problem if my problem is giving up problems? She's right, Kat. Should we really ask her to stop improving herself? Of course, because she makes us look bad. You're right. I'm going to get some alcohol because life is short. Mitch exits. So I make you feel inferior? Amanda, I'm tired of you reminding me that I'm in a drastic decline towards death. And with the way you drink and smoke, you'll be lucky to hit 60. An aneurysm can strike you down at any moment. Will you really feel so great when you're dead and haven't had any chocolate in years? I won't feel anything. I'll be dead. I can't wait till I can quit feeling. Your quitting is sickening. You should try it, Kat. Why not quit smoking? Are you serious? If I quit smoking, then I would have to join a gym. Go running, eat kale, be optimistic. Amanda, I would have to try in life. I couldn't tear my friends down to my deep level of depression. I would have to take my happiness into my own hands. Isn't that horrifying? Truly, Kat. The world can't possibly handle you being happy. You see? This is why you need to stop bettering yourself. Not for you, but for me. To make me feel better. 
Isn't that a selfless goal? But Kat, how can I quit quitting? Simple. You stop stopping things. But to quit quitting is to quit something. Therefore, I can never give up giving up. Mitch enters holding two whiskeys. By Jove, it's a paradox. No, it's not a paradox. Just keep your bad habits. But I thought quitting was a bad habit. No, see, if you quit quitting, you're just quitting quitting other things. So you're not, not really quit. Oh, damn it. Looks like you can't deal with how difficult it is, Cat. Quitting quitting is quite the quandary. My wit's not quick enough for this. Does anybody want any whiskey? Not one bit. Whiskey gives you zits and acne pits. No, I won't permit you to quit this too. Too late. It's already out of my life. Cat, maybe we should quit trying to get Amanda to quit. Are you okay standing by while she makes us look useless? You don't have to be. Mitch, have you ever tried quitting anything? Not really. Let me show you how great it can be. Here, give me that whiskey. She takes both whiskeys from him. You don't drink whiskey anymore. Not anymore? You've quit it. This is ridiculous. You know, I kind of feel better. That's because you took a shot of tequila a minute ago. No, this feels different. It's the rush of quitting, Mitch. Spread the word. Let everyone know you've given up whiskey. Hey! Everyone, I'm done with whiskey! My lips won't touch liquor! Look at him, Cat! How free he is! See the power of quitting! Cat takes a whiskey from Amanda and starts drinking. I don't think I'm drunk enough to see yet. Wow, what a rush! Look at these people, Amanda, trapped in their alcoholism! Unlike me, I've made it a whole minute without whiskey. And already I feel transformed. I'm glad you've come around, Mitch. Can I have your second whiskey, too? Cat, are you sure you want to be drinking that whiskey? Do you know how bad it is for you? All the empty calories? It's not as empty as your head. Wow, you have such a temperance. You see how irritable whiskey makes her? I'm so glad I gave it up. Cat downs the rest of her glass and slams it on the table. I'm done with you two. I quit. I can't take it anymore. I'm going to find some enablers. Cat rises from the booth and leaves. What a quitter. Mitch sits down in her place, taking the second whiskey, and starts absentmindedly drinking it. She's just weaker than us. He takes a long sip of whiskey and realizes halfway what he's doing. Hmm. Oh, shit. And I just quit whiskey. Don't worry, Mitch. Now you can quit all over again. You're right. This is amazing. You're such a quitter, Mitch. He takes a long sip of whiskey and realizes halfway through what he's doing. Amanda was read by Pamela Karp, Cat by Laura Winters, and Mitch by Anthony Scavone. That was everyone's name correctly, right? The Bechtel Group is a New York City feeder company that focuses on new work and development and is devoted to challenging the way women are portrayed on stage and in film. Twice a year, we have a 24-hour writing challenge where 10 playwrights have 24 hours to write a 10-minute play. We ask them to follow the spirit of the Bechtel test by having their plot revolve around something other than a romantic relationship, and also to include two women that speak to each other for at least two pages. For this challenge, we gave our playwrights an 
extra parameter of incorporating the theme, the word, or the idea of love, but love as defined by something other than romance.